Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, you just reached MRN Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires and Grunt Style Apparel. Your patience is appreciated. Our representatives are working hard to bring you the latest news from the hottest crews on the NASCAR circuit. Thank you for holding. You are now being connected to your host, Rocco Williams. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the MRN Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires and Grunt Style Apparel. Well... Thank you for joining us today. I'm, I'm my lovely co-host right next to me is uh, Mr. Ryan Flores. You know, our, our typical Sammy Joe is on assignment in London if you follow her. So um, we appreciate you filling in her lovely shoes today, Ryan. Yeah, glad to be here. She's there for her boyfriend's 30th birthday. If you follow Sammy Man. Joe on Twitter, you, you know exactly what she's doing, where she's doing it, and why she's doing it right now. So, I mean... Yes, I think her boyfriend just turned 30, so she takes him on a trip to London. I mean, where did you do that at? I went to Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I want to go to London or somewhere like that, but that's cool. Hope she's having fun. Happy to be here to fill in. I'm not 30 yet, so I mean, I'm just 25, and when I turn 30, maybe I can go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Somewhere like that. How many 25? Bir- how many 25 uh, year old birthdays have you had? About 20. That's good. <laughs> but anyways, thank you for joining us on MRN Crew Call. I'm so excited to have Ryan here. We're going to, being that Sammy's not here, we're going to make this a very technical show. We have so much to talk yeah. to you, and it, it all centers around the pit stops and the evolution of the pit stop. And before we get to that, we want to talk about the Quaker State 400 at yeah. Kentucky Motor Speedway. I mean, Kentucky Speedway, you guys finished second. Yeah. Your teammate finished third. Of course, we all know the storylines with Truex winning for the fourth time. I mean, yeah. How was the race for you this past weekend through your, from you know, your we, perspective? We had a great race as a team. Uh, we, were, you know, we were very excited about our performance yep. at the end of the day. Uh, we had stops from 13-2 to 13-6. It was a very, very close uh, best to worst. 13-2. Yeah, which was, which was <laughs> good. And when we got back and thought we were going to be you know, a P1 day, we actually were fourth. And you looked at the guys like the 18 who was able to leap two or three cars on the last pit stop. We were able to get two. Um, and the 41 kind of bounced us out, taking yep. two tires there on the last stop. But to be able to to pit in the top five like yep. that with, with those guys, uh, you really got to bring your A game, especially yep. a track like that where tr- the track position was so big. You saw the 78 get followed up behind the two there and couldn't get back by them when they took two. And it, it was just that for, for – I know the race probably wasn't the best to watch, but being uh, being on the picker side of things over the oh, wall, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty intense night. Well, I – I beg to differ. The race was exciting to watch more because of the pit crew. Yeah. And you guys um, have come such a long way as far as the times of the pit stops have declined. I remember at Daytona, we were doing 15, 16 second stops. You guys, you're talking 13, 14 seconds now. On top of that, I mean, Truex had the first pit stall, but you guys finishing where you did, that's your second top 10, I believe, out of the past three races. What was 
Is that a victory for you guys as far as finishing second, your teammates finished third? How was it back at the shop when you got back to the shop this um, after that weekend? Well, we've had a, we've had a, a couple string, a uh, couple weeks of, of not finishing where we thought we should yep. have, not being as good as, as what we what we should have. Uh, we lost power steering in Sonoma. We had a good run. We we had actually a loose wheel in in Chicago that Ooh. that mired us back, and then uh, and then last week in Daytona we got wrecked but to, to be able to f cap off a night where we thought we should have finished you know yep. well inside the top five and end up second um, the 78's been so fast number one pit stall they, they were really good on pit road the 18 car well that number one pit stall is going to make you huge. really good on pit road it's huge um, really good on pit road you know therefore when you're running top five and you can attest to this it's not about gaining pit stops you know, yeah. or when you're running top five. It's all about just maintaining yeah. and not losing pit stops in the top five. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys, I feel like you had a, a, a good week. Yeah. And was that, um, yeah, what did your coaches say? Happy. Yeah, uh, so, so they were they were super stoked um, that, you know, no drama is big. Yep. When you can come back <laughs> and, and hang your hat up and, and say, you know, we had no issues, um, which which was good. And pretty much all our teams had, had a pretty good week. Yeah. Uh, practice was, was um the same as usual you know go to Loudon get ready for a lot of a lot of brake dust yep. and, and a lot of camber in the wheels and, and hot tires but uh but yeah any, any week where you can be out of the news exactly say, uh, and, and like you said running the top five you're just trying to gain or maintain and Joe Piet when I worked at Storehouse said it best he said it's hard to win a race on pit road but it's really easy, really easy to lose one there exactly so we didn't we didn't have any drama so we'll take that week and head forward and, uh, and keep trying to chip away at it well, we got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about why these stops have or have become so much faster, what guys are doing, what teams are doing, and what have they figured out. And we'll get into that. We'll dive into that. We have tons of video content to break down while I have Ryan here. And we'll be back after this short break. More from MRN Crew Call. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. Join MRN as we travel through the life of NASCAR's most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back to the Daytona International Speedway, leading the pack. I won races that I never thought I'd win. From growing up under the Earnhardt name to super speedway wins to Whiskey River, we dive into everything Dale Jr. He's brain man for NASCAR history. You know, we weren't the typical family that got to sit down to dinner together. Tune in to Junior's Journey, available on iTunes for download only on the Motor Racing Network. The race weekend doesn't have to end with the checkered flag. Carry the action over in the Monday with MRN Motorsports Monday, presented by Outback Steakhouse. Log on to MRN.com and join veteran broadcaster Woody Kane and NASCAR spotter Joey Meyer as they review the race weekend and debate the biggest stories of the week ahead. Plus, some of the biggest names in the sport stop by to talk the latest topics. Make Monday your new favorite weekday with MRN Motorsports Monday at noon Eastern or anytime on demand at MRN.com. Thank you for calling MRN Crew Call. If you're not 100% satisfied with our product, remember that a little disappointment is good for building character. All right, we're back. Welcome to MRN Crew Call presented by Grunt Style, Hercules Tires and Grunt Style Apparel. Hey, we're up here at the screen. You know when I'm up here at the screen, you know what's about to go down. We're going to talk pit stops, and I'm going to show you the reason why the stops have went from 16 seconds to... 
14s, sub-13s, and I'm sure guys yeah. are practicing in the 12s, the high 12s on a weekly basis. And, you know, I'm going to start off first by showing you if you could play number uh, three. We're going to do number three. This is the reason why the stops have went down, and I love the view. This is the 22 car, Joey Logano's, your teammates. And look at this. You're seeing the tire carrier drop-off. This is what I call the carrier drop-off. The carrier runs out with the jack. Man, he's dropping the tires off at the front, and he's dropping the tires off at the rear. And after he does that, he's indexing the rear and grabbing both tires and bringing back. Penske, they started this first, correct? They were the first ones to do this. And people are a little hesitant at first, but now you're seeing more teams uh, matriculating and starting to uh, gravitate toward this style, correct? Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, in the win this wintertime when we, were, when we were working on this, mm -hmm. the first time Brian Holland said, hey, let's give this a <laughs> shot. We all stood there, us all of Trent included, were like, this is ridiculous. We're yep. going to kill somebody. But uh, the stopwatch didn't lie. It was three-quarters of a second faster. Exactly. So, you know, you see Dylan run out there. He drops that tire off. It, what it allows is it allows about a second. Mm -hmm. It's about a second faster for Thomas to get down and hit his nuts. Yep. And then by the time he gets to the rear and hangs tire for Zach, it, it about times out evenly. Though The biggest problem is, you know, sometimes guys get caught up in the hose back there. Yep. But the, the watch doesn't lie, and, uh, and it is faster. And uh, Play number two. We'll show some more because Roush was the first team that I saw who jumped on right on board after yeah. you guys did. And you can see yeah. right here as, as the front tire carrier, he sets it out. He's doing the exact same thing. And what's hard about this for the tire carrier is he's holding two tires in each hand. And not only that, as he sets it down, he's reaching out and extending and setting that tire down with one arm. I don't think people realize how hard that is. Not only that, after he indexes this, that tire on the rear, he has to hop up, boom, grab the tire, boom, and he's gone running around to the front. This was the two-tire stop. If you play number one, you'll see the 19 car do the exact same thing. The 19 car is coming in, same thing, dropping the tire off, going to the rear. Some carriers are better than others at doing that, whether it's their genetic makeup, whether it's how they practice and their technique or their arm strength. You know, there's yeah. different types of carriers, different sizes, different athletic ability. But I call this the beast mode tire carrier because yeah. not anybody can just do that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you watch, too, when they drop the tire off, there's a piece of tape that's always straight up. So they have to have yep. their tape read. They can't just drop it there. So it's a, it's a pretty precise set. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I would put our guy Wade Moore, our, our tire carrier, up against anybody. He played for the <laughs> Nationals. He was Bryce Harper's roommate. Uh, big weekend for Bryce Harper there at the Nationals at the Home Run Derby. He, he played through A-ball with him, and he's a stud. Uh, so I'd put him up against anybody. But these guys have really taken on a load. Um, of doing this and at the end of the race he's worn out especially if you have a bunch of adjustments and, and like I said I mean when you came up with this idea did you try other things before you went to this or so, was this just a no-brainer for you guys how did you come up with this was it just a matter of hey let's do this let's do this and we'll see which one works best or yeah it's just Trent and Brian and our coaching staff you know we, we have we have a great coaching staff at Penske and and Trent and Brian really looked at everything okay and, and they tried a lot of different things we, we put in a lot of work in December once we heard it was gonna happen in January we were ready to go with what we thought was gonna be best um, you know those guys are really good with thinking outside the box and thinking about how to get faster and, yep. and you know diagnosing video and, and figuring it all out so so they definitely earn their paycheck on that and uh, it's just we're just lucky to be able to be the athletes that exactly. get to put it to fruition and get to wear the fire suits on Sunday, but those guys did a lot of work. From a tire carrier's perspective, when you're used to carrying a tire and you're going from now having to jump out with the jack, man, if you could play number four, I want to show our audience how, how scary this is. And if you can imagine, look at the 48 coming in. I want you to focus on this guy right here. Focus on this guy because what he's doing is he has two tires in his hand. Look. He's jumping out in front of the car. This is human life Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy has two tires in his hand, and he's jumping out off the wall in front of a car 
yeah. hoping not to trip up. I mean, for a tire carrier, for me, that that would be a little a little scary. The one thing I do applaud NASCAR on with this mm -hmm. with this uh, rule package is they let the tire carrier that has two tires in his hand stand on the ground. They don't yep. have to jump off the wall. So that's one thing that's really good. But another thing that happens quite a bit and it happened to us um, last week. Eric Jones was behind us. He missed his pit stall in Daytona mm. on the first set of stops. So Wade actually turned the corner and Eric Jones was. Right, he dropped the one tire off, looked up, and he was right nose to nose Wade with him. Wade is yeah, our, rear, our carrier, Wade okay. Moore. So he was nose to nose right with him and had to check up, go around him, and then hang the right rear, and we never even lost any time. So that position now, having to go around the Jackman, yep. you're out way further on the pit road in traffic where you don't really want to be. So, uh, so yeah, those guys have really had to take on quite a, quite a job. If you could play number ten, I'm gonna show you the type of job they have to play. Um, they have they they've taken on. I'm comparing the 19 and the 17 here for the simple fact that the rear carriers have to index this tire. Typically, when they came from the rear, they have time to set up, measure everything up, and stud the tire. When they're dropping tires off, they don't have any time. Therefore, when they have to index this tire, you're going to have to hold that tire and have a clean index. We don't want loose wheels. Loose wheels are so... I mean, you don't want that. No. I want you to watch. Look at the 19. When he indexes, he holds it. For the first hit. Not comparing anybody and saying anybody's doing anything wrong, but when the 17 went, watch this. He sticks it, boom, he's gone. So there's a brief period there where that changer right here is hitting lug nuts with no one grabbing that tire. That's That has the um, the ability to create loose wheels. Would you agree? As the tire changes, do you like that firmness or what? No doubt. Uh, holding for one, it, it just helps you, you know, with the, especially with our new guns. They don't seem to draw up that first lug nut yep. quite as well as what we had when we had our our own guns that were fine-tuned. Yep. So it, every little bit helps here, especially with trying to trying to walk that fine line and going fast enough to, to gain spots on pit road and not go too fast where we don't have a loose wheel. But yeah, holding for one and having the discipline to hold for one like that when you have so much other things yep. to do. And, and they're pretty much doing what we like to call a hero hang, pretty much a blind hang when they get to <laughs> the right rear. So. Well, hey, those guys are doing a great job. They're making a the big money. You know, that's yeah. how you make the big money. Yeah. And speaking oh, yeah. of big money, I want to talk to you about a wallet, the Ridge wallet. And this Ridge is minimal, front pocket wallet. It is slim, RFID blocking, and has a lifetime guarantee. It comes in titanium, carbon fiber, aluminum, polycarbonate, and over a dozen different styles and colors. And you can get 10% off of this wallet today with free shipping worldwide by going to richwallet.com and using the promo code RACING. And that's what these pit crew members need to hold all that money they're making from doing what they're doing because that's changed the game, man. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. changed the game. It has. They deserve to get paid. They're <laughs> definitely earning their money. RidgeWallet.com. Use the promo code RACING to get 10% off. drive wherever you go hercules tires will get you there whether you're running on dirt or running a job our dependable high quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs for unmatched value selection and warranty with industry leading road hazard protection there's only one choice hercules tires to learn more visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535 hercules tires right on our strength 
When the smoke settles, the entertainment never stops. Time just flies when you're busy, I think. On race weekends, your favorite NASCAR personality is an everyday superhero. And Martin Truex Jr. is a champion. But when they leave the racetrack, they're just like everyone else. You never know if you'll get another chance to do it. I'm Susie Armstrong. Join me on a daily journey as we discuss the hot topics and engaging personalities of NASCAR Nation. Ned Jarrett's World of Racing, weekdays on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Today Midday is your NASCAR source on and off the racetrack throughout the week. It's so uh, so peaceful to get out in nature and just sit in the woods and watch the deer and birds. Um, typically on our runs, there's a lot of conversation for 25 or 30 minutes, and then it gets quiet because you're sucking sucking wind. But on the bike, especially at the racetrack and stuff, they're pretty, pretty easy rides. Keep up with your favorite NASCAR stars each weekday on NASCAR Today Midday here on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Thank you for holding. Now back to MRN Crew Call with Rocco Williams. All right, we're back with MRN Crew Call presented by Hercules Tire Dan Grunt Style Apparel. Thank you, Ryan, for helping me break that down with uh, why the pit stops have gotten faster. Now I want to talk about risk versus reward. And where I'm going with that is, you know, you have a car, a fast car. You're running in the top 10. As a pit crew member, you want to see that car get better. At the same time, with this new format, with the five-man pit crew, if you're making adjustments on a car, it's a guarantee that you're going to lose at least a second or maybe more. And when you're competing in the top five and the top ten as a crew member, sometimes that, get, you, that gets lost in the translation. All you see on a ticker is, hey, they lost three or four spots. There's not an asterisk by that saying, oh, they lost three or four spots, but they did an adjustment, you know, and that just used to piss me off is like when they showed us losing spots we're like hey we're adjusting on the car the cars that pass us they're, they're just doing four tires right yeah and twitter doesn't know about it either because they let you know how bad you suck too <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i want to get into and i say risk versus reward because to make the car better you're gonna have to turn on the wrench i mean you can use air pressure to make the car handle better at the racetrack but turning on that wrench either the left or the right side adjustment I mean, it's going to cost you some time, oh, but yeah. let's look at how some of these guys are doing this. If you can play number six. Number six, this is uh, the 41 car and how they make their adjustment. So they come out, and what you're going to see is right here. You see the rear tire carrier? He comes out with the wrench. He's not coming around the front like I showed you previously in a previous segment. He's coming around the back. He's setting the wrench, making the adjustment with one hand, and tossing it. Yeah. That, that's something that, that, as you know, as a carrier from back in the day that some guys used to be able to do is make that adjustment. If you have a half round like he just had, yep. you can do that before you have to hang the tire. If you have a two rounds or exactly. a round and a half more, you're not getting that done, so you're losing even more time. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, Dwayne does a great job running out there, sticking that wrench, getting the tire hung, but it still costs some time. Yes, it did. Because it's going to cost you at least a half a second with setting your tires from stop to first lug nut on the right And front. that's where size matters. I mean, carriers are different sizes. You might have some who can do the same amount of job, the, the just as well of a job as putting a tire on at 5'9", 5'10". Then you have carriers who are over six feet tall, and now that's where the advantage comes with that team where he's able to have the tire in one hand, set the wrench over the splitter, and do an adjustment and toss it. You know, that's, yeah. that's where size matters on that, and they do a good job. They still lost time, you know, but if you play number seven, you'll see the 88. The 88 will do the same thing. And like I say, on, um, when you have an adjustment, you're coming from the rear as a tight carrier. He sets it. This is uh, William Harrell. They call him Rowdy. Pitt Cruz has a, has a Rowdy as well. Rowdy Harrell. You know, he played at Alabama. He makes the adjustment, one-hands it, throws the wrench. You can't come around the front. 
they didn't lose a lot of time on this as well. And the front tire changer has to set his own tire. So, I mean, as a front tire changer, carrying that tire out, you know, to, to the right side is an adjustment oh, yeah. for you, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's definitely uh, one of the biggest keys to my game, because I don't really have fast hands, but it's reading the car and getting to the car. Your my hands first are plenty note. fast. Well, okay. where, where I get an advantage is you can see Scott, car stopped. He said they're, the rear changer and the front changer are almost hitting nuts at the same time. Exactly. You, should be pretty, you should be pretty well ahead. Now, the one place that this does put them behind is you see he gets up, leaves the tire. Now the now the yep. carrier's got to get the tire. Sometimes you can clean that up a little bit, help your jackman get around a little faster. But they did a really great job executing this stop, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's a very difficult situation. But uh, but you see a lot of the good guys. You know, another thing to look at is a lot of the good teams do these adjustments under green. Yes. Because under green the field's a little bit more strung out. You can you can give up a second or a couple mm -hmm. tenths when when it's a caution stop and you guys all come down. Knows the tail. I don't want an adjustment. You don't stop. want to, you know. And that's you're praying you to your crew chief when they're coming down on a green flag stop. Please, no adjustment. Please, no adjustments. You know, yeah. our pride is on the line too. We oh, yeah. want to get that car out fast. You know, as you can relate, yeah. and you don't want to do adjustment stop. As we play number eight, you'll see uh, the 42, I believe. They're doing theirs, and the 42, they come out. I want to show how the rear tire changer. I paused it right there just to show you that he sets his own tire. But notice this is the difference here. The carrier did not make the adjustment before he indexed the tire. He indexed the tire, then stood up and made the adjustment then. You know, and like I say, uh, Phil Foster is a shorter tire carrier, baller, I might say, but he's about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, strictly beast. But watch, he sets the wrench, indexes, and after he indexes, then he goes up and makes the adjustment. And that seemed like about a round down anyway, so maybe... The cutoff for them, and I don't know this, is half a round, do it before, or maybe anything above, do it after, or maybe he's just not tall enough to get it with one hand and feel comfortable in indexing it. What do you think? Yeah, I just think it, it's, uh, you know, it's team dependent. You know, yep. it's all, it's, and it's personnel. personnel dependent for sure. And, and, you know, these guys do this stop every stop. Yep. Cooter, Stephen Price, Cooter brings his tire out every stop. They have not switched to the drop off yep. uh, stop yet. But, that, that's just, it's such a difference. But my funny part is here, Cooter, when he's tiptoeing around the car, you play <laughs> tiptoeing in my Jordans there. It's pretty funny. And, and another thing you see is, is these Jackman going in front of these guys. That's just, that the is choreography, another the choreography is so crazy to me how much, really, your gas man can only guess. So these four guys are doing everything all race long. If you mm -hmm. need any adjustments, these four guys are your guys that are doing it. And just the amount of work that's getting done in a race by these four core guys is just crazy. And you brought up a good point with the Jack Man going in front to behind. We brought that up earlier um, in the year on, on our show on, and yeah. the difference that makes. And you had some guys resist that. Some teams resist that. They were setting their ways, hey, we can do it just fine. Our Jack Men are beasts. We can go around or whatever. Some changes didn't like the way it felt being late. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, the left front is very that? challenging. The left front is a, is a hard... It's hard to hit it anyway because the camber's facing okay. at you, so you have to hit up at it. And when it's going, when the, the jack is going up yep. as you're hitting, it's a little bit more challenging. One because we haven't done it; we've always been used to the right front going up and down when we're hitting the lug nuts. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just that feeling of being behind. Some guys don't do great when they're rushing. We have not changed the 12 team. We're one of the last. Penske's one of the last organizations that hasn't changed to the to the jackman going in front of the changer. Uh, I know. For me, Graham Stoddard, if he goes in front of me, yep. I am not getting all the lug nuts <laughs> on the left front because he is letting that thing go. He's so fast uh, with getting the left rear. We're finishing at the same time as it is. So uh, I, I would do it if it's best for the team, and these guys are figuring out what's best for them. And it's just so cool to see the difference in, in each team and how they approach it where it's been so, the same thing for so many years. Now it's it's – <laughs> really, it's really pretty cool. That's just how they do it. I want to see. It. Did I show number uh, the forty-one? Show number six. Did I do the forty-one? 
I believe we did the 41. So yes, let's go to the eight, number nine. Number nine, number nine. I want to show you number nine. This is what impresses me. We're doing a left side adjustment for the rear carrier to be going out to the right side, set the rich with his offhand on the left side of the car for the jackman to make the adjustment. I was really impressed when I saw this, and um, I just feel like that was an awesome move, and that's where height comes into play. You know, to be able to do that, that's Josh Sobecki. His name is Josh Sobecki, and to be able to set that wrench on the way out to the right side behind the gas man with that offhand, with the tire in the hand, extremely impressive. I give kudos to Josh because I like that. I mean, I didn't think about that before because normally we set the wrench right here. The changer goes around and sets it. What do you think about that? I, it's, the other thing that's crazy to me, too, is you got to think about how much is going on. So, so Becky's getting both tires. Yep. <laughs> he brings them back, right? He brings both tires back, puts the left front on, then he's going to go and drop the jack. He's got to remember to do this. <laughs> yep. Then their jack man, he's going to stick the tire and make the adjustment. You know exactly. as well as I do, this is all muscle memory. You're not, you're not <laughs> thinking much. And you got to think about, all right, from the time you stick that tire, you're thinking about going and dropping the jack. No, yep. you got to get up. Make the adjustment, and we've seen. I think the 31 team last week or this week, they they let the the wrench go down pit road. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to remember all that stuff, and uh, man, it's just so important to uh, to execute that stop and, and to do those things, especially so Becky, where you're used to sticking the left exactly. front and then cleaning the grill. I mean, that's just years and years of training yourself to yep. do that. Now you got to stick it, get up, and rip the jack, <laughs> and make. I had to rip the jack at the All Star race oh, this man. year because we were adding tape as well, and it's like. If you drop the jack too early yep. on the rear changer, he could be missing a finger by the end of that stop. So mm. it's, a, it's a really important job. Like I said, so much to talk about here on MRN Crew Call. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to take another break. I'm going to be right back. I have some, some insider knowledge I'm going to show you, and I'm going to use your help to kind of expose some stuff as well. Awesome. We'll be right back. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcast elevates your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. Austin Dillon leads the pack. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season, 25 Years Later. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of a racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. I'm Rob Tanner inviting you to the all-new America's Tailgate Party NASCAR USA. The sound is updated with fresh features and more of the voices you hear at the racetrack each week. The one thing that hasn't changed, it's two hours of the hottest hits in country music as we get you ready to go racing. So join us for the brand new edition of America's Tailgate Party NASCAR USA at the same place right here on the Motor Racing Network. Thank you for listening to our program. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. If you don't, tell them we're the straight line. You're being transferred back with Rocco Williams. We're back with MRN Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires and Grunt Style Apparel. Thank you for joining us. And I want to close out. I mean, we've been pumping out some information here. You know, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to... 
I'm trying to showcase us pit crew members, hey, yeah. you guys are the wild card. You know, the dialogue and the storylines all this week has been how can we bring excitement to the race, break up the, the mundane schedule, you know, go in dirt race. And first of all, you know, I get it. What we need to do is just highlight on the, the awesome job you guys are doing on pit road. Yeah, there's you know? a lot of content down there. And I feel, I mean, obviously we're a little biased because we're picker guys, exactly. but I feel like they miss a pretty good narrative well, we of should all the be. things that are going on. We should yeah. be biased. You know, oh, yeah. we, we make or break the race. We're the most exciting part of the race. That's all, all I got to say about it. And yeah. Speaking of which, that comes a lot of responsibility. The For responsibility sure. is, hey, you're under the spotlight. You have to do fast pit stops, but there are little secrets to that. You have to be in control at the same time. Control chaos is how I like to describe it. You got to go fast, but at the same time, you have to have that control. You have yeah. to have that precision and accuracy, right? Oh, no doubt. You got to <laughs> you got to execute when the time comes, and, and you have to, like you said, you have to be in complete control of your body and know know the situation and get yep. the job done. The and I bring that up because I want to talk about the jackmen, as I say. You have a lot of carriers who are learning how to jack. You have jackmen who are learning how to carry. And when you have four men doing a stop now, you have to be very controlled and precise. When, when they're jacking up these cars, these jacks are tricked out. I know that. Oh, yeah. And they're not your typical brune ho ho hosel or your pit boss like you had before. They're being made in-house. They're tricked out. They have fancy springs on them. And when you're jacking that car, the worst thing you can have happen is the car fall down the handle gets loose, or it not go up, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see a lot of these teams have, have jacks that they're building themselves. Exactly. It's, it's pretty, they're pretty impressive pieces of machinery. I wanna show you something, I wanna, I wanna play a number 11, and just look at this, and then after the video goes off, I want you to give me your thoughts on what you see. See, here we go. Chris Conklin, I call him three-stroke jackman. Why do yeah. I call him three-stroke jackman? Because look at the handle. On each of these videos, watch this handle. Look at the handle. Whoa. Is that control or is that erratic? Is that fast? Look at the handle. Just focus on these handles of all these jackmen that are going. Kyle Tudor, two-stroker. TJ Ford, two-stroker. You see how the, how the handle is just goes down, comes up. Look how much control is involved there. I love to see that if I was a pit crew coach. I'd like to see. Look at your guy. Yeah. Look at your guy, Graham Stoddard. You know? Control. I would say three strokes, you know? If that handle is moving three or less, that's where I want to live at, you know? Yeah. Look at Graham right there, another Graham, two-stroker. Look at Jonathan Wheeler. I think he just got moved to that car this week. You know, he's a two-stroker. Ernie Pierce, mm. my boy Ernie. Big Earn. Big Earn, big. Look at Sean Cotton. Nice and controlled movement. That's what I want to see. And I'm not singling anybody out because just because his handle is moving like that doesn't mean anything is going to happen. Lineback's got quite the spring on <laughs> That's <laughs> lineback. And Dustin Lineback might be the best tire carrier on pit road. One of the best. And he's going to be getting paid a lot of money soon, you know. So oh, long yeah. story short, just because I'm labeling him as an eight-stroker jackman doesn't mean he's a bad jackman no. at all. What I'm showing you is a tire carrier who has adapted and learned how to jack and is so focused on going fast, fast, fast. The jack handle's not an issue to him, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one thing that that a couple years ago, like I worked with Chris Conklin, who's on yep. the 22 now, and a, a big thing was coming down that jack, and then when he was going to pull the right rear, so you were going this way, yep. he would just keep a right hand on that jack handle yep. and make sure it comes up, especially yep. with what we used to call it, two tires of the front, where you'd pull the tire and send it to the front. But wouldn't that make you slow now with this concept of now, five men? Yes. You know, wouldn't that play with, with these guys' head where if I baby this handle up, is going to slow me down. Correct. Yeah, the mechanics are so much different that Mentally. you don't have time. You're, you're jacking that car, and then you're stepping the other way. Look. So you're letting that thing go. 
I believe you can do it. You know, I really feel like you can handle that, you know, manip manipulate that handle, yeah. baby it up, stay within the fundamentals that you're being taught, and that jack handle won't be so erratic. Yeah. I believe that can be done, you know. Trying to convince the, these, these athletes to do that yeah. now, that's a whole other story, because when you gotta go, you gotta go, right? Yeah. I mean, you've, you've experienced oh, the yeah. same thing with your guys, and. <laughs> I'm thankful Graham, Graham is our, our, our jack man now, yep. uh, and he, he was a carrier for his whole career, and I'm just thankful that he had a, a stud of a guy named uh, Ray Gallahan, you know Ray, <laughs> to train him and, and Ray and Braxton and, and Chris have had a, all had a hand in developing our Jack at Penske and, and uh, you know I really think they bring a great piece to the racetrack every week and they do a great job so I'm excited to get the louder. And look I'm gonna appreciate you, I appreciate you being on the show today, I feel like we broke down some pit stops and For you sure. know we did our, our guys justice this oh, week yeah. you no know doubt. on the show, you know great analysts, I appreciate you filling in for Sammy Joe. And I also just want to remind you and all our viewers, thank you for tuning in. And also make sure that you watch tonight's broadcast, MRN's coverage of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series at El Dorado Dirt Derby from El Dorado Speedway. It begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, Eastern tonight on MRN.com. Make sure you tune in and watch.